Welcome to Love, Death, and Everything in Between. This is a podcast where I like to keep it real. Sometimes we talk about cringy topics, talk about death and life, and all the stuff in between, and making sure that we add some positivity in there where we can. This is today's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Good morning. And welcome to Love, Death, and Everything in Between. I'm your host, Bran. Happy Tuesday to you beautiful humans out there. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And if not, freaking change it. <laughs> right? Um, I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> last, week, last week was wild. Last week was so wild feeling... And it was, like, just a lot. <laughs> like, last week was so much. And I just kept on, like, trying to keep it together. And I just kept on trying to, like, I'm going to focus on the good stuff. And it's going to be okay. And just breathe, 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 breathe. <laughs> I did really good at all of that. Until about Saturday night at, like, 4.30 and then I just lost my shit and I cried a lot. I cried a lot. <laughs> Saturday I, I'm pretty sure I cried. Saturday I cried more I think than I've cried in a while. Like throughout the whole day. And I think that's kind of been a little different because I've been really working on staying in control of my emotions. Sorry, I had to take a drink. <laughs> I've been working really hard at, you know, staying in control of my emotions and, you know, understanding what I'm feeling, giving myself grace, all these, you know, the whole kit and caboodle. And sometimes I definitely do better than others. And then, then I have a hard time. And it's weird because, like, you start to feel things like, building and you're just like oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna have a breakdown <laughs> you know all these things are going on and you're just like trying to you know stay calm I think it's interesting when you can find out you know the different things that are like kind of pushing it you know and you're like okay this makes sense this makes a lot of sense Yesterday, not yesterday, I guess a couple days ago, I was writing out a bunch of stuff just because I pre-write out my my weeks and things, and I'll do it ahead of time. So I'm pre-writing out my week and doing things, and I'm looking at the calendar and I'm looking through stuff that I'm putting in for work, or, you know, different stuff that's going on in our house, and then I realize that, oh you know what, <laughs> do you know what Friday is? Friday is my dad's birthday. And then I'm like, oh, look at that. That, that says a lot right there. And probably has been playing a huge factor in things that I don't even like realize or think about, you know, because it's not in like the, the very front part of my brain, even though it is. Because that's how grief works. 
And I just kind of like, I totally took a deep breath and just looked at it. And I just, I was like, my dad's birthday is on Friday. And how weird is it that this is the third birthday that we've celebrated without him? That's, that's so weird to me. It, it doesn't even seem like that's even possible. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, like I said, this weird thing in my brain that I'm just like, how, how, how is it? This will be the third birthday. Like, I just, I don't even know where time's gone. I have thought, I, I think I think a lot more about different things with my dad now, and especially with raising chance, you know, it's been such different dynamics than how I was raised. And I know, and this is something that I like have to keep reminding myself, you know, is that we have different parents entirely. You know, not only do we have, you know, biologically, like we have different moms, but because of, you know, all the things that have shaped my dad to the, where he was when he had Chance and, and Jaden, you know, he was in a totally different spot. I don't know why I never really thought that, you know, that it was different. Like that we had different parents. I, I don't, I never even thought that with, with my, my younger full biological brother, Brad. Like I, I, I never like realized that even though we have the same parents, like we don't because you know, different points in their lives, all these different things that help shape, you know, how they are, how they interact with you. And then depending on your personality type, you know, it's just something that I still, I'm perpetually trying to wrap my brain around because it's just crazy to me. I, I miss my dad so much. I feel like there's, there's way, there's way more days where I, I'm, I just genuinely miss him. I, I feel like in the first, you know, first bit, I had a lot more angry days and I still have angry days. I still have angry days a lot, but they're different now. I think when I start to feel those angry days, I try and understand like what's going on. That's kind of making me feel that way. You know, what's kind of sparked me feeling like that, you know, I look at how I interact with people. I look at how you know, chance interacts with people, all these different situations 
because I am in this totally different spot now, you know? I, I think about how I respond when I get frustrated and think about like what I picked up from my parents. I look at how Chance responds to things and what he picked up from my dad and his mom. It's, it's really hard sometimes living with chance even you know it's it's hard because the situation's hard but then you add in that there's there's a lot of the the stuff that my dad did that was like the not communicating that you know chance has seen and he mimics that behavior and it's it's so hard for me you know, I feel like when, when people die, they tend to only focus on, like, all the good things. They never say any, like, the bad stuff, you know? And I always think that's so interesting because it's not like I think anyone should focus on the bad stuff. But, you know, when there's crappy things that go on or people make crappy choices, just because you die doesn't mean it doesn't happen. You know, and I've, I've been to so many funerals that that's what they do. It's like, you know, this person and you're like, this person was not awesome sauce. And everyone's just like talking it up like, oh, this person was so wonderful. And you're like, uh, this person was not super wonderful, but okay. <laughs> you know, um, I love my dad so much. I think I got so much of his, a lot of my people, peopling skills and how friendly I am. And I just like, I enjoy talking to people and all that I, I got from my dad. You know, I, I feel like my communication skills on that front, I totally got from him. But I don't, I don't necessarily know where I got, like, where my communicating through hard situations came from. Because it definitely wasn't from him. He... <sighs> trying to talk to him when there was an issue or situation. And he would, he would ignore it. Or brush it under the rug. You know, and then I wouldn't talk to him for... A little bit of time and then in all reality what would happen was something would go on crazy with his health or something was going on with the boys or my stepmom and I would talk to him nothing was ever resolved or talked about it just was like okay we're just gonna brush all that under the rug and we're gonna move forward and here we are. That drove me crazy. Like a level of crazy that I... I can't handle. There's a reason why I have... Had to make some of the choices that I've had to. 
you know, and create some of the boundaries that I have. Because if I'm going to give you opportunities to talk about something and you never take it, I I can't sit and just wait, you know? It's not fair for me. I don't think I realized how much that really frustrated me until until having chance, I think. You know, and seeing so much of how chance responds to things and being like, I feel like I'm looking at a picture of my dad. Because the the response, the whole like just not talking about things. Like things happen and it's just like, oh, Let's just pretend like nothing has went on. That's not... That's not how you handle things. That's how you build, you know, resentment. And trust issues and all these different things. When you're wanting to talk about, like, have these hard conversations. I would have loved to be able to have so many hard conversations with my dad. You know, and I I was trying towards the end there. I'd say probably the last year, easy the last year, I started creating some major boundaries and saying things and, you know, in all reality, getting my feelings hurt a lot and not understanding know what was going on and truly I I didn't I don't think I realized how bad things were with him and their their whole situation in Texas until we until we went out there right before my surgery and a lot of stuff really came to light but even in the in the same breath you know I'm sitting there going, you know, my, my dad's messaging me. I'm, I'm in the hospital. This is like two or three days after my surgery. And there's a situation with my, my youngest brother and my cousin that was living there. And like, I want to say like, I can't remember if the cops had been called on that situation or not, but my little brother was absolutely in the wrong And my dad's just trying to, you know, coddle the situation. My, my brother ends up calling me all these names and telling me like, what a shitty human I am. And this is all on my dad's phone because I had taken my brother's phone when we were there because I found all kinds of stuff on there. And I'm like, you don't need a freaking phone, man. You were absolutely abusing it. You've linked your linked dad's card to all your accounts and they're getting billed this stuff, you know, and it's just this mess. You know, and my brother says all these things to me and again, I had brain surgery like days ago and I'm like arguing with my dad over texting and then my brother starts messaging and I'm just like, y'all like, what do you want me to do? I'm in another state. I just had brain surgery. Give me a, give me a fucking break. That's, that's really like 
where I was at. And my dad, my dad never said anything. He never apologized for all of that. He didn't have my brother apologize. I feel like for a really long time, because I'm who I am, and I, I do have so much grace for people. I have so much compassion. I understand that we're not perfect. Not a single one of us. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to hurt people. We're going to do all those things. It's not awesome. But it's the reality of life. To think that you're going to go through life and never get your feelings hurt by anyone. You're up the night. But it's how you handle it afterwards. I think between different situations that have gone on with my parents and me. It's why I do push so hard. It's why I want to have the uncomfortable conversations. I want to talk about things. I want to understand. But at that point, you have to have honesty. You have to have the person be able to own their ugly. Be willing to do all those things. And it's not awesome. It is not awesome. But is it awesome to know that you're creating contention? That you're putting a wedge in? You know, just because you're hurting means that you can hurt other people? That's not, that's not realistic. Not for anything that is going to be beneficial to your life. I know people don't like how blunt I am and sometimes I'm not the most tactful in things and sometimes I say too much and I I think I've definitely worked on a lot of that as I've gotten older I think when I was younger you know and I kind of talked about this I I used words a lot more carelessly when I was younger. But, you know, especially becoming a parent, getting chance, having these situations happen. Honestly, the situation before my dad died, that was, let me think, that whole, like, time frame before Lowell and I got married and before my dad died, probably like six months or so. It was really bad. Like he, my dad didn't even, my dad didn't even watch our live stream of when Lowell and I got married and he couldn't come because he was sick. It still hurt my heart. You know, I, I have some situations that I would love to talk about with other people. And they've chose to not talk to me about them. They've chose to just entirely cut me out. To, to a point where, you know, I decided that, hey, I can't, I can't see your stuff. I can't see you continue to ignore me. 
to ignore my family. It's so crazy because I let so much go on to me. You know, you can you can hurt me, you can say things to me, and I'll just keep forgiving. I'll keep forgiving, forgiving, forgiving. But you start treating my family differently for no reason. And especially when it's like, it's just not okay. It's not okay at all. I don't ever want to have anyone, you know, have something go on with me and not feel like they can't talk to me about it. You know, if I mess up, let's talk about it. Because I, I need to know. I want to know. I want to have these hard conversations. I want to look inward and be like, yeah, I can, I can totally see that. You know, I had a conversation with someone, I want to say it was like two weeks ago. And I said, you know, I know everyone nowadays throws around narcissist a lot. But I said, I think everyone has narcissistic traits. And some people's are definitely more than others. But I think that a lot of people do. I can absolutely see narcissistic traits in myself. And where I'm more of this, I like to say passionate person. Others might say aggressive. I mean, I don't know. Probably a combination of both. But I see... I see different things just because, you know, I am so passionate and how I don't like to just give up. When it gets to a point that I have to take a step back or remove people, I have not taken that lightly. I put a ridiculous amount of thought into it. Because I don't just remove people. I think that's one thing that has been really hard, you know, since losing my dad is the people that have removed themselves. And I and I've told I've told Lowell and I know I've told other people, but I was like I feel like people just don't want to get my sadness on them. Because it's overwhelming. And no one can fix it. I'm fully aware that no one can fix a lot of the the pain that I feel every day. There's a good chunk of that that nothing can change. Only time, you know, can help heal and make me feel maybe a little differently but even then it's it kind of goes and flows in different directions and sometimes I feel like you know I'm doing okay and then other days I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna do this how am I gonna keep it together I feel like just the other day, I, I'm pretty sure I told 
my brother and I told Lowell that I was like, I feel like an orphan in a lot of ways. And that's really hard. It's a hard spot to be in and to try and like understand. I wish that I had created better boundaries with my dad when he was alive from the beginning. Healthier ones that, you know, put me in a spot where I could just have harder conversations with him. But the problem was, like, trying to have hard conversations with my dad was he... He just would shut down, you know, and stop talking to me. And I wouldn't hear from him for a little while. And I feel like it's like there's a generation of people. And I'm sorry that I'm, like, throwing y'all in generations and different things, but... Because I have friends that are, you know, all my age. And I talk to people. I talk to people that are older, younger, all. But, you know, that, that same time frame. There's a lot of them that are like, that's just how, like, that generation is. They don't, they don't talk about things. They just kind of pretend like it didn't happen. I'll sweep it under the rug and here we go onward it's not all right you know I don't I don't love when Koi brings up things when I lose my shit or that I have handled things poorly or whatever the situation is like I don't like when he brings those up but there's a part of me that I sit there and think about this afterwards is thank God that he does, that he feels comfortable enough to talk to me about something that, you know, he's feeling and me be able to, you know, respond back to him in a way that I can reiterate, you know, I'm really sorry that I, I handled that situation the way I did. That wasn't great. I definitely learned a lot from it. And then, you know, we talk about it. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be able to have these open conversations when you fuck up. And be able to, you know, own your ugly and to, like, do these things. And I think the more you're doing that, you know, when they do bring it up, it's it's not as uncomfortable. It's not as hard because, you know, you're setting the stage of, like, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I'm not always going to make the best choices. You're not always going to make the best choices. But how are we going to handle this afterwards? You know, I very easily could snap at Koi or be like, we've already talked about this. Why do you keep bringing it up? And at that point, if I was to do that, is that going to be helping him? No. If anything, it's going to cause this weird wedge and he's going to start feeling all these different emotions and like processing it and being like, oh, well, I clearly can't talk to her about this. Yo, you know, and that, that's shutting down communication. That's saying, well, we can talk about these things. We can't talk about these things. Shouldn't you 
be able to talk about anything in all reality. I, I love that we talk about so many different topics, you know, at our house. And that, you know, Koi feels comfortable talking about these things. You know, different topics, you know, my shortcomings, any of that. Like, let's talk about it. Because if I'm sitting there telling him, you know, we're not going to talk about this. We can talk about this. Or if I don't respond well, what's, what's that showing him? You know, at that point, he's, he's not going to feel comfortable. You know, and I want him when he's an adult to be able to talk to other people, to be able to have healthy boundaries with other people, to not be afraid to hurt someone's feelings a little bit. Because again, like I said, it is unreal, unrealistic to think that we're never going to hurt anyone's feelings. But again, this is another thing that like no one wants to talk about. No one likes to act like, you know, there's not going to be times where you say things where it's not going to sound right or you're going to hurt your, pers your person's feelings, your friends, your, your parents, your aunts, uncles, coworkers, anyone. You are going to hurt people. We are all going to hurt people. But it's how we're going to handle it after, you know, and then when we're, we are doing things, making sure that, you know, if we're the ones at fault, we're making these shitty choices or hurting people. You would take a look at your, in, took, take a deep look inside and be like, okay, hey, what am I doing? What can I do? Because this doesn't feel great. It's like my cheating. I've worked so hard on, you know, understanding what's going on, why I am how I am. Why, why do I keep doing the same thing and screwing up all these different situations? I had to look at me. I had to figure out what's going on. That wasn't easy. It's, it's not been easy having, you know, some of the conversations that I have had, especially around that last affair that I had. That wasn't easy. But I will say it's a hell of a lot easier now than it was seven years ago. And I think because I gave myself grace. I'm not perfect. I messed up. I could have handled things so much better. And I know that. But what's it? What's it going to help by beating myself up? Or treating other people shitty or any of that. It's not going to help. It's just going to make things harder. And we don't need to do that. <laughs> Life is crazy enough and hard enough on its own. Without us adding to it. To making it just harder. By shutting down, you know, communication. When people want to talk to you. When people are, go out on an, go out on a limb and be like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. I'm vocalizing and communicating how I'm feeling, whether it's uncomfortable or not. They're doing something that's kind of scary and it's pushing them out of their comfort zone. Why don't you try that? Why don't you try and, you know, do something different? Figure out what you want to make better. 
We all have things. We're not perfect. No one's expecting that. I don't want... I don't want people to not want to talk to me. Because I shut down communication. It's why I think I'm so crazy about communicating the hard things. Even when it's not pleasant. Because I know how much it feels like. I know what it feels like to be in a spot where all you want is someone to just talk to you and to communicate. When you have given ridiculous amounts of grace for so long. And then you finally do something that gets you out of your comfort zone and is honest and real. And they they don't care. That's, that's some pain. <laughs> and y'all, I... I have felt some pain. I have felt pain in the craziest ways. You know, before my dad died, after my dad died, you know, and now. Like I said, life's not easy. It's going to throw you enough stuff all the time. Why are we, why are we complicating it, y'all? Let's have the uncomfortable conversations. Let's do things that align with our lives. In a way that if you don't wake up tomorrow, you feel good about your life. You lived your life in a way that you're proud of. You don't want to have to have all this hurt and resentment that you just leave lies and dishonesty and not owning things like it's not worth it it's not worth it to live that kind of life and I'm not going to do it and I refuse to have people in my life that are fine with it that are fine not having hard conversations you know, not being respectful of people's boundaries, shutting people out, telling them that they hurt their feelings pretty much. We all have choices, right? What choices are you going to make? Not to get all heavy on y'all with this whole episode, but it's kind of needing to, I think. So... Like I said, think about, think about your words, think about how you're, you know, using things and how you're interacting with people. If someone hurts you, you talk about it. If someone comes to you and says, hey, you hurt me, let's talk about it. Be in a spot where people feel comfortable and having those hard conversations with you because they're, they're never easy. But they're going to get a lot easier the more you build that muscle memory. 
my thoughts for the day. I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, Friday is Groundhog's Day and my dad's birthday. See if the groundhog will see his shadow or not. <laughs> kind of a funny, fun little thing that they do, which we always love Groundhog's Day because not only is it my dad's birthday, but it was, it's Groundhog's Day. And then I was telling Koi just the other day, I said, you know, Groundhog's Day was your original due date. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, Papa loved that when I told him that my due date was his birthday. He's like, that's so cool. And I was like, he thought so too. So I love y'all and I appreciate the support and coming back and listening. So I will see y'all next time. And remember, be the change you want to see in the world. Love y'all.